0: Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about stop drinking coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. What if I told you that drinking alcohol on a plane is a total and utter scam? What's your initial reaction to that? Well, But it can't be a scam, it's just a glass of champagne when I'm going from one country to another. You know the beer? the wine, it's all free. I love a drink on a plane. It helps me relax. Well, today in this video, I will explain why it's a scam and what you must do about it. If you don't have the mindset that I'm going to break down for you in this video today, I promise you flights are going to be a nightmare. So if you are trying to get control of your drinking or you're really trying to just get into a state of mind where you see alcohol for what it is, you must watch this entire video. And just before we get into it, if you want my personal help stopping drinking in the Sober Clear program, where we help people reframe the way that they've alcohol, and then we have a community and use coaching calls to really focus on building a great life without alcohol, please click the link in the description and book a call. We can jump on a quick call together and really figure out if the SoberClear program and reframing alcohol could be a good match for you. If you want more details, go to SoberClear.com, or if you're ready to book a call, just click the link down below. So let's get back into it. So recently, I've just been over to England. So for those of you that don't know my story, you know, I drank for the best part of 10 years. Five years ago, I stopped drinking alcohol. I really just got into a state of mind where I saw alcohol as ethanol, as poison, as something that I didn't want to do anymore. I made a decision and that was five years ago, despite struggling for such a long time. When I stopped drinking alcohol, I ended up booking a one-way flight to Chiang Mai in around month three or something like that, because my dream was to have an online business. And with the confidence, you know, I was just feeling really, really awesome. And I felt like I could conquer the world. So anyway, I got to Chiang Mai. I spent a month there. spent a month in Bangkok, I went to Bali, I went to Italy, and then I came back to England. That was around six months into things. Then, after that, I moved back to Thailand. And actually, I have not been home since then. I've not been home for like four and a half years. I've seen my family, they've come to visit me, but I've not been to England in such a long time. And for those of you, by far, my most asked question is, where on earth is this accent from? Well, I'm from Lancashire. I'm from the northwest of England. I must get that question asked once a day. In fact, people don't say, Leon, how do I stop drinking? They say, where on earth is this accent from? It just makes me laugh. But I'm from Lancashire. So, me and my girlfriend, we had this amazing trip in England, and then we're on the way home. I remember walking into the airport, and this is, you know, nine in the morning, whatever it was, and they're holding a tray of drinks. They're offering you a free shot of this this gin or whatever it was. Then we get on the plane. There's people drinking champagne. There's people drinking wine. There's people drinking beer. And when I was on the plane, I, I just stopped for a second. I was like, what is actually going through these people's heads. What are they thinking? Because if I could understand the choices that they're making, if I could understand the thought process behind those decisions, not only is it great for me, but I can also share it with you guys on the channel. And I thought about it and I thought, well, what would have I thought if I was still drinking and I got on a plane? I would have had thoughts like, you know, I need to get my money's worth, right? Like I've paid all this money for this flight. I might as well have these free drinks, right? I might save 20 30 pounds 20 thirty dollars of free drinks and yeah might as well drink them other people might just see the, their neighbor in, in another seat drinking and they think oh yeah that's a good idea other people might just feel like well I'm celebrating I'm going on holiday because we were going from from uh, from Manchester to Dubai a lot of the people on that plane they were going on vacation on holiday so maybe they were just thinking well let's you know celebrate let's have a good time and I actually sent this out as an email. I I wrote an email to the people that subscribed to my emails, and I'll break down a little bit more about what I put in that email. But when I put the email out, I did get a few negative responses, which is all good. I mean, you don't need to agree with everything that I say. But a lot of those responses were defending the people on the plane that drank alcohol, which I also thought was a little bit strange. People were saying, "Yeah, but Leon, it's not like this for everybody. You can't judge them. You can't think that they're going to go off the rails just because they've had a few drinks. It's not like that for everybody. It doesn't destroy everybody's life. And I'm like, okay, but why are we defending alcohol and their choices? Listen, I I don't say these things from a position of authority over every single drinker in the world. Absolutely not, right? There was some merit in what those people said. It's absolutely true. It doesn't destroy everybody's life. But if I was on that plane and we just changed the drug, we change it for crack or painkillers and everybody was having just one painkiller instead of taking 10 throughout the day. Would I have got emails back saying, yeah, but Leon, you know, not everybody gets out of control with painkillers. Some people like the odd painkiller. Some people like the odd toot on a crack pipe. Do you think I'd have received those emails? Of course not. People would have done nothing but agree with what I had to say. But with alcohol, it's like in this different category. But I want to break down how I view things. I want to break down my mindset to help you because I've not drank for five years. I have no desire to drink. I'll never drink again because I see alcohol the way that it is. See, Every single one of those drinkers that drank alcohol on that plane that day gained nothing. Even if life doesn't crumble apart, even if they have just two drinks on the plane and they don't drink again for another week, guess what those drinks gave them? Nothing. How can putting a poison in your body, how can putting ethanol in your body add anything to your life? And I will never change my mind about this. So even when I see somebody have just one or two drinks... I don't feel like I want to be part of it. To me, if you're defending somebody else that drinks alcohol, there can almost be a small flaw in your own mindset. Sure, you know what? You don't need to judge them. You don't need to criticize them. You don't need to upset them. But you need to know in your head that what they're doing is not normal. It's not normal to drink any amount of ethanol. And listen, hey, do you know what? Maybe this is a bit toxic. Maybe my mindset is too black and white. Maybe there is a middle gray ground. But I don't care. I'm not trying to mess around. I'm not trying to change how I see alcohol and make it in a better light because there's nothing good about it. But I'm trying to show you how I view alcohol, right? I'm trying to show you the state of mind that I'm in when I think about alcohol. And yeah, do you know what? It's extreme, but that's what's required. You need to have such a strong worldview that can never be penetrated. There is nothing admirable about drinking a small amount of ethanol. And if you ask me, if you feel the need to go and defend normal drinkers, people that drink a few drinks, and you still see an ounce of glamour or admiration in those people, then I'm, I'm not trying to say that you're going to relapse, right? I, I don't want to say that. I don't want to be negative towards you. But to me, there's still work that you need to do. Because despite glass of champagne glass of wine being free on a plane, it isn't free at all. Number one, you gain nothing. But number two, it will cost you. It'll cost you your health. It'll cost you your relationships. It can cost you your clarity. It's going to cost you your happiness. It could cost you $200,000 over the course of a lifetime, if not far more. And for some people, it can cost them their life. Why are we defending this? Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear dot com.